You're listening to Rebel 5, an interactive interview podcast with alumni, past and current parents, and friends of Roncalli High School. I'm your host, Gary Armbruster, Director of Alumni and Corporate Relations at Roncalli. And each week, I will ask our guests five questions regarding how their lives have evolved and how key connections of experience, opportunity, and alumni networking have propelled them to where they are today. We'll talk challenges, how to overcome challenges, and what they've learned along the way. Stay tuned. I'd like to introduce today's podcast guest. He is the Vice President of Mission and Ministry. He attended Indiana University. He is a master catechist. He holds an advanced certificate in youth ministry. He's married to Mary Pat. His two children are Michael and Lee, and he is the great um, pride-filled grandfather of five granddaughters. He hails all the way from Jeffersonville and graduated from Providence High School in 1959. Of course, by now you all know who I'm talking to, and that's Mr. Bob Tully. Bob, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. You can't do a history of Ron Colley 50 years without talking to Mr. Bob Tully. Um, You are one of the few people that actually bridged the schools from Bishop Chartrand to Ron Colley. You have been in the building since the very beginning, 57 years. Is that right? Actually, uh, they some people say I came with the first load of bricks, <laughs> and others said it was the first load of something else. But yes, yes, I have I've heard you say that before. So before we get into the history and some of your uh, great stories that we want to listen to and, and uh, remember forever, I'm going to throw you just an easy one. What, what was your first job? My very first your job. Your very first job. I was a fly boy for Fawcett Deering printers okay and what that meant is they were printing and i'd have to run up and grab a big stack of stuff and fly it together that's when i found out i wanted to be a policeman actually right. at that time well let's back up again so a fly what was it a fly boy a fly boy mm-hmm. okay and what did they print uh, they print newspapers they printed magazines they printed catalogs okay, uh, okay. So you wanted to be a policeman? I did. I right. did. I just wasn't tall enough, they said. They kept right. telling me the, the height requirement was going to change, but it never did. So I was kind of disappointed. I was studying criminology at Indiana University, and I loved it. And uh, I, I guess I, I wanted to be a state trooper. I shouldn't say just a policeman. I wanted to be a state trooper because I liked their hat. <laughs> you couldn't just buy a hat? Uh, no, they—, they frowned on that okay. back in the day. Right. You, you decided that that wasn't going to be something that you were going to be able to do. Well, How I, from there did you get to Chartrand? Well, that, that played a very important role in it because my football coach, Jim McGregor, at Our Lady of Providence High School, and my spiritual director, Father Robert Kitchen, had just been appointed to come up and start a new high school here on the south side of Indianapolis. Okay. And they knew I was brokenhearted, and I was such a great guy. Yes. They wanted to bring me up with them to clean the Johns and do other <laughs> things like that that they didn't want to do. So that's how I got involved here, to help coach and um, to uh, clean the Johns, to work in the cafeteria. So were you still at IU at that time? I was, traveling back and forth, actually. And so you ended up, uh, what, what kind of degree did you get from IU? Uh, my degree is actually in what is called social sciences. Okay. Uh, 
as soon as you find out what that means, <laughs> if you'll call me and tell me. Okay. Then. Okay. Father Kitchen is here, and he's going to uh, start this new high school. Uh, Coach McGregor, he came along. You, you came along with him. Were you the three amigos, or or how did that work out? Actually, as I said, he was my football coach, and we had a great, great, great relationship, yeah. the two of us. And uh, Father Kitchen was my spiritual director, and he spent a lot of time with me. So <laughs> right, put me on the straight and narrow, and that took a long time. So we developed a relationship like that. They found out that my heart was broken because I wasn't be able to be a state trooper, right. and they asked me if I wanted to come up here. Think about coaching and teaching. So Mary Pat, where did she come in? Speaking of your she's heart. My, she's my high school sweetheart. How did that come about, and when, when did you get married, I guess? We got married in 1966. She graduated in uh, – I can't remember when. Okay, the the first what two, three, four years you were here, you were a bachelor. Yeah, and I traveled uh, back and forth to see her. And what did that look like? Uh, I, yeah, everybody knows about you living on the third floor of the building. Who was involved with that, and how did that come to be? Well, uh, actually, uh, we started the school Chartran with just freshmen. In and what year? Sixty two. In nineteen sixty two, the okay. doors opened. Yes. And then in, as we went on, we added a class. Right. So the second year were sophomores and freshmen, then juniors, sophomore and freshmen, and right. so on and so on and so forth. And uh, there was no place to live other than the rectory. I lived in the rectory for about three months, and that didn't go too well. But I have to tell you this. There was also a Jim McGregor lived there with his wife who was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was quite... Quite disturbing when people would come to the door and a pregnant woman would answer. <laughs> and then two little kids were running around, too. What happened to that building? That building was moved right down here on LaSalle Street. Uh, I don't know what the address now is, but it's the the house next to the Roncalli property at the present time. Right, and that's the... Uh... Most people don't know that story. That's uh, They just picked it up and moved it they to LaSalle. They picked that dude yeah. up and moved it. And ironically, now it's the construction uh, house yeah, I, I, for our new gym. I'm not sure exactly what yeah. it's new for. You go from the rectory to the third floor. How'd that, how'd that go? Uh, they needed security. Ah, and of I course. And I volunteered along with Dave Beckman, who was the treasurer for the school, to begin with. Another uh, guy that came from Bellarmine College, uh, a friend of um, Father Kitchen, and uh, he took the job. He was a science teacher and my roommate. And it was just you two on the it third was floor? us two right on the top floor. On, I'm not sure the, the number of the room now, but it was the one right next to the girls' restroom on the top floor. And so there were no classrooms being used at no, that time? No, there were no classrooms. Well, there on were the classrooms on the being third used floor. by St. Jude and St. Mark's as well. They had their classes over here, fifth and sixth graders at the time. And right. they, of course, they didn't start until 8.30, quarter of nine, and gave us plenty of time to uh, get out and get done what we needed to get done before the whole shooting match broke loose. What did you teach? I taught reading. Reading. Yes. Reading. You believe that? No. I couldn't read then either, but... Uh, <laughs> They let me teach reading to the 5th and 6th graders. That's where I first started teaching. So you were equipped to teach 5th and 6th graders, but nothing higher than that? Is that what you're getting at? I wouldn't say I was equipped to teach 5th and 6th <laughs> graders. 
but there's lots of them out there that come back and say they learned so much from me. <laughs> I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Uh, we we talked about Father Kitchen, and I know that uh, you hold him in high regard. Uh, he was our first principal at uh, Chartrand. Um, and so say talk well, about him. He was just yeah. a great guy. He was yeah. just he was a kid's priest. He was a priest that many times got uh, confused the salespeople that would come into the building because he was always in a T-shirt, dirty, working on something, fixing something, and always had his dog, Marty, with him. Right. So Marty had the run of the school, right? Marty had the run of the school and the cafeteria and every other thing. I don't think if we had Board of Health inspections in those days, we probably would not have passed. So Father Kitchen, uh, first principal, um, did you have a job interview? I did. I uh, I met uh, at Jim McGregor's house with Father Kitchen, who was still in uh, Clarksville at Providence High School, and Jim McGregor was still a coach and teacher at Providence at that time. And in January of 1962, as a matter of fact, it was on my birthday, January 9th, I'll never forget it, uh, we made a verbal commitment. They said, uh, you are coming, and we will take care of your expenses, and so on and so forth. And when I heard that, I said, I am coming. <laughs> and my dad cheered in the background. <laughs> Did you ever think in your wildest dreams 57 years ago that you'd still be associated with no, the building? No, I, 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 I will go back to my dad. Uh, my dad had a saying. And he, and he told all the kids, all of our family, the same thing. He said, if you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And he was right. I feel like I've only worked a year out of 57. I really feel like it was a job one year. And we'll get into that later, I'm sure, with the consolidation. That right. was the only year it was really a job. Yeah. Um, Chartrand was only around for seven years. Uh, do you have a favorite Chartrand moment? I have a great charter moment. It happens to deal with uh, football, and it happens to deal with Father Kitchen. Uh, we were the Chartrain Rams. Absolutely. Well, Father wanted to a real mascot, <laughs> so we had a ram. Yeah, rambunctious. And rambunctious used to ride to the games in the front seat of Father Kitchen's car. And one day, and I think there's probably still somewhere in the, in the I guess they had the Indianapolis News was one of archives. our papers, and I'm sure the archives would have the picture of Father Kitchen being pulled over by the Beach Grove policeman with a ram in the front seat of his car. And that was a prized, prized memory. And then, of course, there were times when the ram would attack the nuns as they walked across the street from the uh, convent right. uh, into the school. And, uh, so where did Rambunctious stay? Anywhere he wanted. <laughs> Where was he assigned? Uh, there was there was really no pen, but he lived at the old rectory. It was at 5401 McFarland Road, and in the back there was a pen, uh, and Father used to put him in that pen at night, but then he would let him out during the day. And, of course, there, you know, there weren't all these houses and right. all this around here. It was just pretty much open field, and Rambunctious had to, to go of it. And how long was Rambunctious around? I think Rambunctious actually died 1968, I believe. Yeah. I believe. I'm not sure what he died of. <laughs> Our father killed him. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at what point in time did you, uh, as, a, uh, as a faculty member at, at Bishop Chartrand, 
Kennedy High School or a Sacred Heart became Kennedy in 1966. Um, at what point in time did you maybe think that something was amiss leading up to the merger of those two schools, or did it come out of left field? Well, it, it didn't really come out of left field. Really, Father Kitchen was the one who started it all because he was a real financial wizard along with many other traits that he had. And he knew that no longer could we afford to keep two high schools on the south side with both high schools enrollment dwindling. So he really started it moving about a year before it it actually was written down. And, and why was the uh, enrollment dwindling? Well, I think in the, in the inner city area of where Sacred Heart was, uh, there were fewer and fewer and fewer population because the city was moving out farther and yeah. then the suburbia and people taking over and moving to suburbia and going into all the different uh, uh, places that we have here on the south side. Uh, they had just built St. Jude Church over here and school and lots of people were building in this area. And St. Mark was overloaded right. with students. And most of them came here to school, to Chartrand at that right, time, right. but did not go downtown to Sacred Heart. It just made sense. It was closer right. and newer. Well, I, I was talking to Kathy Shimbra uh, last week, and we kind of talked about that a little bit because she, she was in class of 68 mm-hmm. from Kennedy. And it was funny because she talked about moving out here. In other words, Ron Coll- or Chartrand mm-hmm. out here, and, and this was the, the this was the South Side. The, there, Greenwood was hardly. If you went to Greenwood, that was an all day trip. That was a trip, yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. She referred to the building as you know, oh, we had to go out there. You know, well, the suburbs were were, were out here. It was a new thing. I mean, right. it was a, a time in our economy when things were kind of booming a little bit, and uh, you know, Catholic education back in that day was pretty cheap. Right. My dad paid $25 a year for me to go to Providence High School. Right. I've seen um, bills from the late 50s, same same time period for Sacred Heart, and same about yep. 25 bucks for the. Yeah. I, just crazy. Of course, you didn't have. Well, you had the great sisters. Exactly. You know, and uh, I don't think we, we give them quite enough credit for, for the Catholic school system. You know, we don't have a lot of them today. But they were the reason that we were existing and doing so well. You want to touch on that a little bit for oh, the, sure. some of the nuns at Chartrand? The nuns were uh, just – this is funny. When we uh, opened the school, it started with the Sisters of Providence, and we had 18 nuns over at the convent. 18 now, nuns. Were they all Chartrand nuns? They were all Chartrand and St. Jude okay. folks. Right. Uh, 18. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fun little story about that too. It, when I was brought up in the Catholic school, I did not have a layperson teacher until I was a senior in high school, right? Senior in high school. Yeah. Then I had lay people, right? Up to that time, I had nuns and priests. Priests were coming out of the walls too at that time. You know, yeah. there were four priests stationed here, uh, at St. Jude. Jude. And, uh, you remember who they were? Uh, I was Father Morley, Father, was I he the Father pastor? Morley was the pastor. Father Burkert was the associate pastor. Father Kirkhoff lived wow. there with him. And Father Godecker lived there Holy with, cow. with him. That's kind of a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it is, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah is. those are it awesome is. priests. They are awesome, yeah. awesome priests. Yeah. 
So you were talking about some of the nuns. The sisters were really, they were just excellent. And when the Sisters of Providence came in, of course, they bought Our Lady of Providence with them. And that was a big thing that they brought them together and was used really to farm a community within the school for the Sisters of Providence. Right. And all the sisters had their habits and so on and so forth. They were real sisters. Right. <laughs> so that's that's not my comment. That's just the way people yeah, looked at right. it. Uh, but the whole idea of that was to bring them up, let them be a part because they were already a part of a lot of the schools in the area, grade schools. Right. And uh, the, Our Lady, uh, Lady Wood and um, uh, St. Agnes. and You mentioned Lady Wood, and I still refer the, to that school that's there as, as Lady, Lady Wood. Wood. Yes. Yeah, me not, too. Not everybody would quite understand that. Yeah, they don't. Okay, I think it's time. Maybe we, uh, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and we'll uh, listen to our sponsor uh, message, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk some more about Chartrand, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Rebel 5 is sponsored by Steve's Flowers and Gifts. For the best and freshest flowers in Indianapolis and surrounding areas, Steve's Flowers and Gifts have exactly what you're looking for. For your next special occasion, call Steve's Flowers at 800-742-9359. All right, welcome back to the Rebel 5. We are visiting today with Bob Tully our Vice President of Mission and Ministry here at Ron Colley. We talked about Father Kitchen, and we talked about the nuns, the good nuns of Providence that uh, taught us back in those early days. Um, in 1969, the happening um, is something that uh, Father Kitchen wrote about. Is it fair to say ugly? Ugly. Ugly, ugly would be a good way. Okay. An ugly time um, for our school. Um, Bishop Chartrand merged with Kennedy High School. Kennedy High School had uh, been renamed three years prior from Sacred Heart, uh, which is interesting. Some of those Kennedy graduates don't recognize that they went to Kennedy. They still think they went to Sacred Heart. So there were some bad feelings there. Um, Talk a little bit about how that all came to be. We talked about Father Kitchen being the a motivator of that a year before seemed like that came down suddenly without much input from anybody but downtown there was there was no input okay once it went to the office of catholic education so to speak as we had back in that day right uh, then it would it just happened this right. is what's going to happen not could we have your input or would you like to discuss this? This is what's going to happen. So this was the spring of 69, right? Spring of 69. Okay. March, I believe it first okay. started in March. That shows you how quickly it wow. blew up. And now you, you're taking two very spirited schools. I mean, Sacred Heart was a spirited place. They packed that little cracker box gym up there right. with a thousands of people, it seemed right. like at the time. Noise, and uh, they had great spirit, right. and they were catching on. Uh, and then they changed the name to Kennedy. Well, that didn't go over too well, and that lost them some enrollment. Right. And then come the big merger, and, and I said earlier, I. 
out of 57 years, I feel like I've worked one year, and and this was the year coming up. 6970 was one tough job. It was one tough year, taking two great-spirited student bodies, two great-spirited and hardworking faculty, and suddenly saying, well, you've got a job and you don't. Right. And uh, that caused some very difficult feelings amongst the people, myself included. Did you ever at any point in time think that you might leave? I, I actually interviewed at uh, Burbuff High School with Jim McGregor. He went there as the head coach, and I interviewed thinking I wanted to leave. And uh, uh, Father Kitchen and Father Hartman and Father uh, uh, Galvin, Monsignor Galvin, right, uh, kind of sat me down and said, we'd like for you to stay. And uh, I stayed. So Father Kitchen, though he 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 was not he did not remain principal. <clears throat> excuse me, principal. Correct? No, he he was actually. And, and again, I I don't know whether this is just hearsay, but I think they had strung him along a little right. bit, and uh, then kind of dis- disappointed him by saying we're we're going to move the entire basic in- administration from Kennedy down to your building. Yeah. And we're going to call it whatever. And there were about 25 different names, you know, Monsignor Downey High School, Southside Catholic. Uh, right. There were so many names tossed around at the time. And Yeah, I, re- I did some research on this oh, probably two or three years ago. And uh, there was an article in the Star, and it was it was pretty much gospel that we were going to become the Southside Catholic Vikings. Yes. And um, I've it's interesting because not very many people know that. Well, you you know how we found out or how I found out about the administration that I would be working in and with uh, was in the uh, Indianapolis News. Really? It was it was there was an article put in there that John Meredith was coming as uh, football. the football coach, uh, Father Kelly. Uh, was coming as superintendent, uh, Sister Margaret Andrea as principal, and that was stated in the paper before any of us were told anything. At what point in time did we become Ron Colley? I sort of remember, again, uh, there's a lot of cobwebs up there, and uh, my my hearing aids are buzzing, and, <laughs> and I can't tap on the table, so no, uh, you I can't. have to stop and think. I, I'm not sure exactly where it came from. I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly. I do know where my job came from, and, and and people didn't like that. Right. They didn't like that either. So I've been the alumni director for, this is my 13th year, I think. Um, the first nine years of that, it was all Sacred Heart, Sacred Heart. And then um, for homecoming, we always invite the 50-year class back. And three years ago, we invited... It was the first year of the of two schools, so there was uh, the '66 class from Chartres and the '66 class from. At that time, it was still Canada, or Sacred Heart, and it struck me. Um, after 50 years, I thought in my mind, well, 50 years have gone by. Um, these people have let this go. Oh no! And I was shocked because no, it's, it's not. Been it's let go. No. again. There was great pride yeah. in these students that graduated from both of these schools they loved their schools right and you know we couldn't run the people out of the building at night they wanted to come back they wanted to stay uh, and the same thing was going on at kennedy 
right. at that time. And uh, it, putting them together without much prep right. didn't work out so well. Or any input. Yes. I mean, it would be similar to putting Ron Colley and Shatard together maybe. Or... And, and I think at that time the name actually came out from, uh, I believe it was Monsignor Elford. But I, I wouldn't swear to that either. Okay. Again, I've slept since then. Right. And uh, he happened to mention Roncalli. Right. And then uh, the rebels. Well, so Roncalli, obviously Pope John Twenty Third. Right. He, it, there weren't that many years from his death. He was a very popular pope. Very. Um Still at that time? Oh, yes. And, but, the, but the name Ron Colley, the Ron, was, the name was that? Ron Colley, nobody knew what it was. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's still times here at school we get, uh, dear Mr. Ron Colley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we get mail. Oh, that. yeah. So they Ronald. Did not Ronald know, Colley. Right. They did not know who Ron Colley was. We did not know who Ron Colley was. Right. Until Father Elford told us it was Pope John the Twenty Third. Right. That was his family name, Ron Colley. And then the... I believe the kids came up with rebels. I'm not sure. Again, on that, that's kind of that's for another podcast. All kinds of things, right? Throwing around uh, uh, all kinds of names, and like you said, Southside Catholic. Uh, there was a push for Monsignor Downey, and then get them to sponsor and help us put money into <laughs> right. it. All of those things were talked about. Well, I, I know at one point in time, uh, the name Kennedy was. I exactly. think that's what I think that was in the paper as well. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Well, the the newspapers had a a ball with this. This was great news. Right. Um, There was talk of um, it's going to be uh, Kennedy High School, and then the stadium was going to be named after Bishop Chartrand, or maybe the gym, or something like that. There there was some kind of trade off. Naming opportunities. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That didn't come with any finance. Kind of, kind of gotten uh, out of hand, honestly, and and nobody knew what. Yeah, we didn't know who was leading us. It was all being done from downtown. And, you know, who is downtown? Well, we didn't know. We didn't know. It was not <laughs> like today. Um, just the scenario, if that merger had not have happened, what do you think? Where, where would we be today? Do you, would we be sitting here if, uh, if there was no this merger? This building would still be here. Yeah. Well, would but, it be a school? But we, w- we would not have a Sacred Heart or a Kennedy. They'd probably be forgotten by now. There yeah. wouldn't have been a Chartrand probably. Something had to be done because the finances. Right. The, the, Pope John opened the doors and and nuns and priests ran out. Right. A, a lot of and and that brought a lot more expense into oh, Catholic yeah. education, and and the reality of it was, you know, our tuition went from fifty dollars or seventy five dollars up to five hundred dollars. Right. And you're talking in that day. Uh, that was huge. That was a lot of money. Right. A lot of money. Well, you had big families. Big, big families. And when you spend $25 a year on per child, and then that jumps up to $500 yeah. per child, and you've got nine kids to put through school, that changes the equation a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. But we've always had good support from our from our Southside community, from the, from the people that uh, moved to the suburbs from Kennedy Sacred Heart right. and and the Chartrand people who were already here and they when they finally got together then things started to to really take hold. We've become Ron Colley. We've become Ron Colley. We've been Ron Colley for fifty years. Yes. 
It's hard to believe. Unbelievable, isn't it? We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Ron Colley. Okay, good. I can All do right. that forever. Awesome. I'm Gary Armbruster, and thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Rebel 5 Podcast. To find out more information about the podcast, please visit 50.roncolley.org forward slash podcast.php. Again, thanks so much for joining us today, and until next time, we'll fight ahead. Thank you.